Service Delivery Watch on the Morning Bliss. In our Service Delivery Watch this morning, we are joined uh, by the insurance um, ombuds. It's a short-term insurance ombuds. We, we received a complaint via voice note from an A-teamer. In fact, a complaint, a question around the policies and small print in insurance and the office of the uh, ombuds did respond we are very grateful for that and uh, we are grateful because they also provide free consumer information um, and they're efficient uh, since they managed to come on air to help us um, decipher what this a team had sent us the guest online is Vuyolue Tusokolo uh, from the Office of the Ombuds for Short-Term Insurance. Thank you very much and good morning, Vuyolue Good morning, Patricia, and good morning to the listeners. But I just want to correct something. I'm mm-hmm. from the Long-Term Insurance Ombudsman. I'm going I'm going to give Benzito a long arm because he said you are from the short term insurance. But can you blame us? Long term, long term insurance. Uh, Sorry about that. Hey, don't blame us. We are going to extend this hour. We we are working by grace. (laughs) We are working by grace. Long becomes short and short becomes long. We are a team and we are all together here. Thank you for your time and for being gracious and joining us. Yeah. Um, the, there's a voice note we received. We've given you privy to list, to pre-listen to it, but we're going to play it for the benefit of our A-teamers so that everyone will be able to understand what we are dealing with. So we're going to the voice note right now. Hi, Radio SAFM. I would like to find out if this is within the law that when you are taking a life policy, then a, 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 a one of the questions is, have you vaccinated? I do not understand why I should divulge my status, whether I vaccinated or not, but uh, let me not say too much, uh, but the scenario is, I was uh, I wanted to take a life cover and that I was asked that question and when I asked why it was asked uh, I was told that uh, it will impact on my premiums uh, so how it will impact on my premiums if I am vaccinated it will be it, I will be positive positively in, uh, affected but if if i i am not vaccinated it will affect my premiums negatively which means they will be higher than normal uh, please uh, help because please go everywhere and help and find out the actual reason why it is important for us to be vaccinated because a lot has happened that proves that we don't need to be vaccinated. Why do we vaccinate in the first place? Because if we, we, we die, whether we are vaccinated or not. So why are we now forced through taking life uh, policies? Hi, hey. 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 thank you. 
My name is Lindy. If I may add, what does it mean to say negative impact if you aren't vaccinated? All life companies loaded increased premiums for the unvaccinated as there was an increased risk of sickness and death during the pandemic. Both people were dying, vaccinated and not vaccinated. Others got sick because they, they got vaccinated. So, and also we were under the impression that this is now post uh, COVID or post pandemic uh, 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 time or era. Now, why is this still applying? Yeah, I do not understand this. Can somebody please, please um, make us understand so that we are also as educated as the people who are collecting our premiums? Thank you. That is the voice note we received from a team uh, for service delivery watch. Hence, uh, the team, Brabenzito, uh, we got hold of the long-term insurance ombud uh, who is uh, on the line with us now please help us here how does uh, the COVID 19 vaccination affect quotations on life insurance policies and premiums okay i will answer that patricia in general i won't be specific to COVID uh, or, or whatnot but it is a general practice within the insurance industry to do underwriting at application stage. Insurers, they underwrite the risk in order to be able to make a decision whether to accept the risk or to defer the risk or to decline the risk. Each and every insurer has an underwriting criteria that they use, which differs from each insurer. By process of underwriting, the insurer is able to refine the rate, that is the premium, and the terms on which it is prepared to assume the risk. What normally happens is when someone applies for a policy, at underwriting stage, what the insurer would require from the person either would be to go to hospital or to the doctor to make a series of tests where they will inform the complainant that these are the tests that would like to be done. Those would be maybe diabetes, high blood, or whatever. Then based on the results that they receive, then they will be able to make a decision whether to accept or decline the risk. Sometimes what they do, you don't get sent to hospital, but you get asked a series of questions by the consultant, whether you have been hospitalized in the last five five years or whatever questions that they ask. It is very important when you answer those questions to disclose truthfully because what happens at claim stage, they do their investigation. If they find out that at application stage you were not truthful or there was some sort of non-disclosure, they have the right to decline the claim. So what the listener was asking, it is a general practice within the insurance industry. 
to do underwriting at application stage. Okay, so, so if I understand from what you've said, underwriting mm-hmm. is about taking bloods, checking yes. Uh, yes. what you are predisposed to, um, asking yes. you questions about family history. COVID-19 yes. is the specific question that this mm. ATMA is asking about. If you mm. are being underwritten, is COVID-19 something that should be tested, firstly? Is it tested as standard practice? Secondly, I, I've got insurance. I don't remember even once, once, being underwritten for vaccination for polio, measles, HPV, all these vaccinations I took as a child. Not even once. Yes, I do understand So that. how can That's a vaccination what? play a, a, a role in, in, in underwriting? Because it's not a predisposition. That is why I said each insurer has got their underwriting criteria that they use. It might happen that that insurer now has put COVID as one of their underwriting criteria illnesses. I am not sure. But as far as I know, each and every insurer, they have got their underwriting criteria. Let's take a quick break and we come back and uh, respond to more. Service Delivery Watch on the Morning Bliss. We got a voice note from an A-team around insurance underwriting um, for Service Delivery Watch asking us to just check what the underwriting uh, procedures are because they were told that um, a COVID-19 test would impact on their premiums, impact on their, um, you know, a quotation for a premium, and they just wanted to know the truth. So that's what we are doing for AT Malindi. Uh, we managed to get long-term insurance ombud on the line, Vuyolwetu uh, Skolo, who's assisting us have a better understanding. Now, Vuyolwetu, um, according to the New York, New York Times, uh, it was reported, um, uh, this was what, last week Friday, that uh, the World Health Organization uh, was ending the emergency it declared for COVID-19. Uh, this was done, well, the, the, the emergency was declared more than three years ago that we all know. And it's a milestone, and, uh, you know, it's something that a lot of people are looking forward to. And to quote, um, uh, Tedros uh, Gebreyesus said, who is uh, the, the head of uh, the World Health Organization, said, it is with great hope that I declare COVID-19 over as a global health emergency. That's a close quote. And then they further say that, but the World Health Organization officially warns that the decision to lift the emergency does not signal an end to the pandemic and cautioned countries not to take this as a a reason to dismantle COVID response systems. So right now, the emergency has been lifted from the pandemic. Not the pandemic. The pandemic doesn't say that it has ended, according to the organization, but the emergency has been lifted. What would warrant any insurance company to put vaccination as a requisite for them 
to affect your premiums without telling you. When you say without telling yeah, you, this, this consumer was not told. Okay. And then this consumer was then asked, if you listen well to this voice note, this consumer mm -hmm. who sent the message was not told upfront that the particular insurance company would require um, a vaccination. And then she was asked, were you vaccinated after she had requested for, um, for, for a quotation? And then only after that she was told, well, it will impact you. But she was not told up front. Violet, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. I'm not sure, Patricia, about that because I won't be able to get into into the the deep of what had happened because in terms of underwriting, like I say, they've got their underwriting criteria that they use because they take underwriting as the cornerstone of uh, voluntary individual risk cover where they rely on how to to do the rating of the premiums as to how much premiums must be paid and what are the terms and conditions that they are prepared to assume the risk. Maybe that is why they have asked for, for vaccination, so that they can be able to determine the risk that they are prepared to assume. But this underwriting, it means then, from, from if I understand what you're saying correctly, every insurance company can do as they please. There are no laws governing them when it comes to their criteria for underwriting. So there's nothing protecting South Africans. No, not really. But it must be within the, the legal principles. As much as they do their so, underwriting... So when you're saying the legal principles, what are the legal principles around COVID-19? Because I understand the other um, uh, chronic diseases that they look for. It's it's explicit. Everyone knows about them. There's a list. Even medical aid companies will have a list. We know yeah. uh, what they are. But with COVID-19, it's something new. It's only been around for about four years. Um, yeah, and and it, it, it's been a ongoing research. Nothing has been conclusive. So how is a consumer going to be protected um, yes. if, if there, there aren't any standard rules around what underwriting should include and not include? Maybe from their perspective, they have been hit by COVID claims or what, I do not know. Maybe that's why they have, they have made that underwriting requirement. So for this consumer who has sent this message, how can you help them as the long-term insurance ombud? Because maybe that was the preferred insurance company they wanted to go to, but they were discriminated because of not being vaccinated or being vaccinated, uh, whichever way. Oh, we've just lost uh, the ombuds of Vuyolwetu, and it seems there's a challenge with the line. I don't know how we can... Um, further our conversation because I really would like to know for the benefit of the A-teamer, service needs to be service all around and if we are feeling unfairly treated, this platform um, Service Delivery Watch, we aim to help you to get answers from service providers this particular insurance company uh, could not be contacted but at least the long term insurance ombud is, was willing and is willing to engage with us here Let's try again. Violet, are you there? 
yes, I'm here now, I'm here now. Thank I you. was saying, Patricia, the, the consumer can kindly contact our office. I am going to leave our details so that they can contact our office and give us the full details of the insurer and the full details so that we can be able to assist by, by investigating the matter. All right. I think in, in, in the investigation of the matter, um, it will be um, uh, prudent for us to also ensure that uh, you come back and you let us know. Because all A-teamers would like to know what is the standard policy around this. Let me go to a quick voice note that an A-teamer sent. Okay. Hi, Montoli. It's Montoli. You know, this underwriting and all these terms and conditions is the way of sophisticated people of doing business insurance companies are dealers this is another way for dodgy dealings this underwriting thing it's criminality that's what insurances are there for they are criminals they give money from you know people like me and you they steal money from us they will find every possibility not to pay you well, that's uh, Freddie's thoughts. Uh, do you have a comment there, Vuyolet? <laughs> yes. Do you have a, would you like that to say That is why I yeah? said when I, I uh, that is why I said it is very important when you do the underwriting to disclose as much as possible information that you know about your health when they do the underwriting so that when it comes to, to, to plain stage, at least you don't experience problems because there is instances where people don't disclose and at claim stage they are their claims get declined because of non-disclosure. So it's very important to disclose. Right. Uh, give us your contact details, please, uh, for the long-term insurance ombud, and uh, we'll make sure that we keep in touch with you. Please also keep in touch with us. Oh, okay. Our details are as follows. Our telephone number is 021-657-5000. And then our fax number is 21 674 0951. You can also email to info at ombud, O-M-B-U-D dot C-O dot Z-A, info at O-M-B-U-D dot C-O dot Z-A. Or alternatively, they can lodge the complaint through our website. Our website is www.ombud.za www.ombat.za. They can lodge their complaint in any official language Excellent. of their choice. Our offices are based in Cape Town. If a person is in Cape Town, they can also go to our office. Vuyoloti, thank you very much for joining us. It's five o'clock on the dot. It's time for us to head on home. Uh, we leave you with the news. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.